This is Alma the Sun. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. The authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? What the f- so funny about me. Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Very stunned. Sportos and motorheads, geeks, bloods, wasteoids, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light him up. <laughs> it's time for the Cigar Authority. Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. March 28, 2015, broadcasting live from the LaFleur Dominicana Cigar Studios, high atop Two Guys Smoke Shop in sunny Springtime, Salem, New Hampshire. The snow you is wish. coming down again. And today, Total Recall with Christoph Cigars. Joining us is the Northeast Regional Account Executive at Christoph Cigars, Jared Trudeau. And we're going to smoke some great cigars with him and play a little with his mind. We've got a mailbag. When I tell you full this week, I mean full. Actually, hundreds and hundreds of messages targeted to me because of my, quote, shocking conclusion on my trip to Cuba. Now it's time for me to respond, and I'll do that today. We've got um, a few to read out. Actually, we'll be reading them out in rapid fire. Uh, Mr. Jonathan is here with Old Fod Freddy. We'll get debonair with Gentleman Chuck Morrison. News with Bad News Barry and more. Welcome, everybody, to this edition of The Cigar Authority. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week, high atop the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop right here in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire. I wasn't sure where we were. Where, yeah. uh, we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. Somebody we insist punch in the face or something? and <laughs> demand that you light up along with us. Pow! Tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live. Pow, pow! Or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, and various and other platforms. Wow. Okay. Uh, where you can set it and forget it. Here we go. Forget about it. Uh, Barry's not hearing anything. Yep, no. There uh, we go. I was just complimenting the sidekick on a job well done. There oh, we go. Boy. Well, well done. the sidekick got punched in the face <laughs> before the, uh, during the show open because David was being a wise guy. Wise and Heimer. Okay, we're smoking the Kristoff. This is the Criollo. 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 Awful dark wrapper for the Criollo. The Maduro is even darker than this one is. That it is. If you don't know the Kristoff, the Kristoff is one with the little twirly head and the unfinished foot. What do you know about it, Barry Stein? Well, made in the spirit of an elite Cuban cigar, the Kristoff embodies the taste and richness of the true aficionado is looking for. The cigar features a Cuban seed Honduran Criollo wrapper, over Dominican binder and filler from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. It is available in three sizes, Robusto 5.5 by 54, Matador 6.5 by 56, and Churchill, which we are smoking today, at 7 by 50 
on twoguyscigars.com and all Two Guys Smoke Shop locations. Okay, so there's two ways to cut the cigar. You can use a guillotine cutter and cut it like we will and always do. Or you could actually twist this little curly head, and it would open it up, and it would be all set and ready to smoke. Um, so it comes with a built-in cutter. Built-in cutter automatically. But we're going to cut it with our Perdomo cutter. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the cigar brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And uh, we'll give this an excellent cut. And usually we take a little drawer on the cigar, but we may have a tough time drawing on this particular cigar. Yeah, you'd think that with an unfinished foot up, but I was just going to comment that the Ooh. drawer is pretty, it's pretty good. Yep. Even as an unfinished, and I can't be the only one tasting right out of the box, right out of your snack pack box when you were a kid. The yeah. teacher says, okay, it's snack time. You reach in there, sun-made raisins. In the little single yep. serving yep. box. I got raisins, a little dry raspberry. It's raisiny. Maybe. It is raisiny. There's no doubt about it. Just the seeds of the raspberry, though. Now, yes. there's two ways to look, look like upon seeds. an unfinished yes. foot. One way is that the wrapper wouldn't go all the way down and it would actually flare out from filler and binder that's coming out of it. In the one we have here, which has too much wrapper, mm. and the wrapper continues to go after the cigar and actually shoved in there. So as we light up the cigar, I want to pay a lot of attention to the first draw because the first draw will be a lot of wrapper. We're going to draw wrapper flavor yes. immediately. So it's going to be different than the rest of it. So we'll pay attention as we light with this beautiful lighter. What do we This have is now? the Black Label Shooter. Now, I know what you're thinking, guys. You look at this lighter and you're like, this is an $80 lighter all Day long. All day long. It's a black label. It's not just a regular vertigo. This Correct. Is this end. is their high end. High end. High end lighter yep. with a flip out bullet cutter. So you're going to pay extra for this. The I don't know if you pay attention to the adjustment wheel. Yeah. Very easy to just put your fingernail in there. It's extra wide. Yeah. Make little adjustments on the flame. Twenty nine ninety nine. Wow. Twenty nine. <laughs> I like my metallic blue finish. It's a it's a dual flame, but the two flames actually point in so you still to each get, other. You can still get the pinpoint accuracy as a single flame. So, all right, we're going to light this up. I'm dying to try. Very oily wrapper on the Christoph yes, Criollo. Yes, it is. Key here. Wow. Usually, I like to toast it a bit, but then I would have burnt all the wrapper out. So I wanted to actually draw in as I was doing it. I think my eyes are playing tricks on me because we definitely had raisin on the pre-light. Yes. Mm -hmm. And now I'm tasting chocolate. So we have a So your eyes are playing? Maybe it's chocolate-covered raisins. Yeah, the raisinette. But Maybe. I'm trying to figure out how would your eyes be misleading you. That's where that's Oh, where because I'm it's going. a nice dark brown, milk chocolatey-looking wrapper. So you're easily swayed. Very easily, especially with chocolate. Says the man in the yellow hat. So as a kid, Gooba or Raisinets? Oh, Raisinets. All day. Barry? Neither. What? Did not like goobers, goobers did not like Raisinets. I was a Goober guy. And I won't even tell you what they called them in Brooklyn. So. <laughs> no, you can't. No. I, uh, I am <laughs> not. I'm assuming they did in Boston, too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am not a Raisin in pastry guy at all or confection. Keep the raisins out. They look like chocolate chips. They're not chocolate chips. It's false advertising. I will not eat anything that has raisins in it if I what? know they're in there. Wow. Why? Raisins are good. They're raisin great. brand? I like I like to eat raisins. I don't eat raisin brand either. 
Two scoops. So what's your problem? You like raisins. I like raisins. But you don't want raisins in your in cookies. In any sort of confection at all. Nothing. Because that makes sense. Oatmeal raisin cookies? Nope. Oh. oh nope. God. Oatmeal chocolate chip. Now you've got my attention. Someone says oatmeal raisin. I, uh, you know what? Give those to the kids. Raisinettes? I'm not interested in that at Nothing. all. You're a communist. You are. <laughs> Chunky? Chunky? No, I was talking about your weight. <laughs> I remember those little square candy bars. Right. Ugly face. The one, with, <laughs> the one with the raisin was the silver wrapper. Right. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, awesome. No, I like the one without the silver, though. Uh, and you can never find those. Yeah. They still make chunkies? Oh, yeah. Oh, I want a chunky now. I don't. I want raisinettes. Raisinettes. Get save some gurus. We're all good to go. So what is a chocolatey? We got a chocolatey thing here. Yeah. And, huh? Chuck Morrison's getting the flavor of the he day. Is. Yes. He is. But is that going to last? Is that just the wrapper? We're, 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 mm. You know what I mean? I tried chocolate oh, this week. Oh, yeah, I've been almonds. experimenting with dark chocolates as a little snack. And the, the grocery store down the road has a whole selection. You can get them with just about every flavor under the sun infused into the chocolate. And I got chocolate infused with chili powder. I, and this has a little, just a, and it was very, very subtle. You didn't even get the, the flavor of the chili right away. It, it kind of grew on you. That wasn't the one you gave his. me with the stuff in between. That could, no, no, that was lime and the coconut. I could not taste that at all, lime. I saw that there was a little white yeah, yeah, yeah. between the two things, but it was a dense uh, dark chocolate that Very overpowered dark, yeah. the, any lime or mm. coconut that I'm was in it. getting the chocolate that Chuck mentioned, but I'm also getting a little bit of almond paste. Almond paste. A very, very slight almond paste. And here comes my first objection to the show. I've given you like eight flavors, Chuck. We already gave you Are the you heart. Are you asleep at the wheel over there? No, you don't want to, you know, as you would say, I won't even, I'm not going to go there. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm going to touch up my cigar because of the way the wrapper, you know, the, the wrapper that was over the rest of the cigar ended up burning. In order for me to get this, I have to touch it up. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with this, folks. Touching up your cigar. Unfinished unfinished foot cigars. Yep. It's notorious. I want to do well. it. Once I get past that uh, little wrapper that was there, then I'm all set, which I am right now. But, uh, you know, I'm curious. They, they say the cigar is made in the spirit of an elite Cuban cigar. After last week's show, is that really a good thing? No. Is, is, it, is it a good thing? And did I see any unfinished foots with curly head tops? No. Did I see anything this dark? No. Did I, you know... Again, uh, which will get us to why all the hate on from the show last week. My goodness. You may as well have just said their children are ugly. You and, see, I give you and there was no need segue. to bring my mother into it. <laughs> why would you bring my mother into it, who has nothing to do with this at all? Oh, my God. I mean, we, we, there was some dramatic hate out there. Um, but there were some people that came to the rescue, uh, people that were former Cubans that moved out of the country and started their production somewhere else, uh, wholeheartedly agreed with me. And well, I'll say you were on the phone with some of them for up to two hours, and I know yeah. that because people would call, you know, to talk to Dave, and it's like he's uh, he's in the middle of a phone conference. And I nope, should have just still, did a conference at the end of it. He still would have saved there. me a lot of time right. because I told a lot of the same stories a hundred times. That's why I put that six-page six uh, thing out there. Well, they read it. They had to hear it from the horses. Oh, mom. my God. And, they, and um, nobody actually talked to me directly 
that disagreed with me, that actually talked to me face-to-face or on the phone that took the objection that was online mm-hmm. and through emails. And we say each week we get hundreds of emails. We get 60, a real good week, 80 emails a week. Last week we got hundreds, and I'm not even – yeah. Overdoing this. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of email, in the majority of which bashing me for what <clears throat> my lying eyes said, saw, and what I said. Mm. But I'm going to stand behind it with the um, – again, I talked to a lot of people. Two things that I mentioned uh, that, that I'll clean up a little bit. One was that there were flowers on the plants that were growing. Flowers grow on tobacco plants automatically, and what the, the manufacturers do is have people go out there and break the flowers off because the um, nutrients go directly to the flower, which is going to be wasted, yeah. unless, of course, you're growing uh, the flower to have seeds, and they would put a little bag over it so it wouldn't get burned up from the sun, and they would collect seeds from it. Yeah. Every once in a while, you'll see that, and you'll see a handful of bags with seeds on it. This was not for seeds. These flowers were everywhere, and um, they were not collecting seeds. So I said, I saw this. You know, there's literally a 100 um, cigar plantations in Pinal del Rio, and you see these flowers everywhere. And I said, they're not even um, having the decency to take the flowers off the plants. It's true. That's what I saw, and that is true. The fact is that, uh, and I don't know if it's the fact, but some people told me, um, and people called me from Nicaragua, people called me from Spain, people called me from everywhere to tell me some people are actually doing this on purpose. And they're doing it on purpose because there's a um, a very, very low amount of wrapper leaf right. that they have in Cuba. And they're actually trying to make the leaves thinner to be able to use this wrapper and not let a lot of nutrients go to it to create some wrapper. And if I looked at what I saw there, the wrapper leaf did look look bad. So they're trying to create some. And this crop that they're doing now, a lot of people are trying to create wrapper. Therefore, they're leaving the flower on it. It's not going to get a lot of nutrients. It's not going to grow thick and, and juicy and, right. and have, a, have a lot of flavor. It will become wrapper. Hmm. Um, okay. If, they, if that's what they say, that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. I didn't say that they were doing it to make the plant lousy. Yeah. I was saying this is what they were doing. On the second thing is I didn't see any aging of any cigars happen. I watched the production. I watched where it went. I watched it go in the box, and I heard these things happen. Well, there was no room. I asked for the room. I walked everywhere. There was no room where the cigars were being stored. Two factories were actually closed. One of them was El Guito, which is supposedly where they make the Cohiba, where they make the Bihike, where they make the limited releases and things like that. It was a beautiful estate. We went to it. It was closed. They said in there, which is where they usually tour people around to actually see, as opposed to the places I went, um, you would see an aging room in there where they age their cigars up to two weeks. That's so, impressive. Yeah, I didn't see the two-week thing happen, 
I know it didn't happen on the particular cigars I saw. And if you're bragging that you do have a place that does it and they do it for up, up to <laughs> two weeks, congratulations. And I'm a liar then. But I did not see that. And if it exists, maybe it exists for the, the limited releases, maybe the special things, maybe everything. I don't know. But that being said, rapid fire, let's get through this for the <laughs> last right. time. And let me answer some of these things in, in one word answers. The majority of the following were submitted through the Contact Us page. Uh, we almost had to buy more space or something to get the bandwidth <laughs> yeah. because of the number of people that were writing in. Uh, what complete garbage that article is. Nice to see an opinion turned into fact. If you believe this, I've got a bridge to sell you. Oh, my God, I feel dumber. Just having read this garbage. This was a lot of it. There was a lot of those. There's a what lo- say you, David? I say uh, it's what I saw. It's not garbage. Maybe the writing style that I have is garbage, and I wouldn't doubt that. But um, I did the best I could, and I'm trying to just tell you what I saw. In all fairness, this one actually is not that bad. Uh, in all fairness, it's one man's opinion, but that man seems to be pretty experienced and knowledgeable about the topic. What would be the reward for these companies and individual workers to aspire to anything more than just good enough? Nothing. There is no reward. No, there is no reward. 30 bucks a month. So that's the problem with communism and capitalism, and that's why we're a capitalist society. Don't let me get into this whole political thing, but communism doesn't work. Well, the reality is if if they did a terrible, terrible job and they were caught and were fired, that's punishable. And, and if you do an unbelievable job, you get Fine, no reward. You get another so, job, but whatever. Okay. All right. Uh, if I smoked over nine cigars a day for a week straight, my taste buds would tell me everything that I smoked was dull as well. As a, quote, cigar expert, end quote, he ought to know smoking nine cigars a day will kill your palate. Will it? Not only is that smoking almost constantly, it's also rushing most of the smokes. All right. So just so you know, the real professionals – in the cigar industry, smoke that many cigars almost every day, including myself. And myself. I'm, I'm and probably myself. averaging about five. And I've, I've premised this by don't try this at home for you regular people that are out there. I've been doing this for 30 years professionally. I buy two million cigars a year. Uh, I don't want to, you know, do you need my credentials of what it is? But... No, there's no problem with me smoking, by the way, eight cigars a day. Uh, there was no problem with it, and I ate in between. And when we go to trade shows, eight? Eight? Nothing. Yeah. Eight in the morning eight, before, eight before breakfast. before the trade show opens. <laughs> before if, breakfast. If you're properly cleansing your palate, you could smoke as many as you can in a day. That's it. I mean, I smoke I smoke 50 cigars in a week. a day. 50 cigars in a week. I did, I did 20 this week for Cigar Journal. Mm. Plus, I bought cigars from manufacturers coming in and tasting their samples along with Barry's uh, thing that's coming out and all that stuff. So I, I smoke You've been a lot. blind tasted multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's not a problem. For a professional, I don't say the regular average Joe. Yeah, it's overwhelming for him, but 30 years experience. What are you telling me? The blenders inside the, the cigar factories are not smoking eight cigars a day? I've watched them at a sitting smoking 12 at once. Sure. Okay. And we all, we all smoked a cigar before the show. We're smoking on the show. Yeah. Two cigars, and then we're going to definitely light up again. Yeah, I'm, have at least I'm already on cigar two. number three of the day. There we go. So rapid fire. Here. All right. The man is not exactly impartial. He's got a vested interest in elevating non-Cuban cigars, and he apparently wants to do so. That the man, the man, man. That's the authority that would be uh, vested interest. Yes, I sell non-Cuban cigars. This is not written well, so I apologize. He apparently wants to do so. 
that by putting down Cubans, just because you don't see something doesn't mean it's not happening. He didn't see any blenders. I guess they must not exist. Correct. Correct. Uh, that's what I'm going with. And um, the vested interest is I went to Cuba setting myself up for when the embargo ends, because it's going to be ending soon, to gear up so that I can get them exponentially before anyone else is in higher volumes. And there was, there's a reason for me going. I, listen, I, I enjoyed everything that I ended up seeing, uh, the history and everything of it, but there is a business end of it. I'm in the business of selling cigars, and the next country to sell cigars into the U.S. is going to be Cuba, right. and I'm going to sell them. Right. But I'm telling you how it is right now. Hopefully, they're paying attention, and maybe they're going to improve things. I hope. I doubt it. It's been, been the way it's been going for a long time, but go ahead. All right. A couple that aren't all that bad. Interesting article. I can't comment as I've neither been to Cuba nor smoked a Cuban cigar, but I hope he's wrong, I guess. He speaks with confidence, but I don't want to believe him. Mm -hmm. Don't believe me. I don't know what to say. <laughs> the only way to know for sure is to smoke some yourself, even if they are the awesomest, most bestest quality cigars in the entire universe. Awesomest, bestest. If you don't like the way they taste, myself? they are going to be worthless to you. So, okay. You got to like what you So, like. we smoke cigars all the time, and we tell you we're not doing it today. I mean, this is a band on a cigar. We know what it is. But there's a very big difference when you take the band off it. This is how we do it in our retail operation. This is how we do it all the time. When we're buying a new brand, we don't know what the brand is. It could have a band on it, maybe, and say, this is my new brand, such and such. Well, I have no predetermined notion of how that cigar is. This is how I smoke cigars. And I smoke a lot of cigars that never hit our shelves because I turn them down based on they're not good for the price. I don't think there's a market for it for me. This is certain certain tobaccos perform certain ways. You, yeah, you, you get to know what's what's good and what's bad, even if it's not your taste profile. This is something that's going around, and we need to be careful as to its validity. This is one person speaking, and not entirely accurate. Let's educate ourselves with real facts instead of half truths. Half truths. What did I say that is not true of what I said? The two little things I just, which I can still stand behind exactly what, what I said, but I'm cleaning up to the best that I can that you got new a couple of people said that, oh, no, there is such a thing, and this is where it is, and it was just closed, and it wasn't there during the week you were there, and this was here put. I just said that the flower was on the plant. It was. I just said I never saw an uh, aging room. There wasn't. I asked for it. They didn't have it. It's true. They didn't have it. Is it somewhere else in there? Somebody is telling me, yes, there is. I still haven't seen it, but I'll take their word for it because why would they lie? Oh, details. I need yeah. details, sir. There we go. A $2 Quintero Brava is better than 90% of the non-Cubans out there. Wow. You, you are a sick man. Sick man. <laughs> Absolutely. It's certainly not true. That's all there is to it. Why would the trolls educate themselves? This is easy material to post all over the Internet and let people argue about it. I don't know how to answer that. Haters Am gonna I the troll. Or? I don't. I don't, okay. I don't know exactly what he's talking about. Haters gonna hate, and that's it. We should be glad they hate everything that is Cuban cigars. Keeps them away. So I'm the hater now. You're on the this hater. one. I'm the hater. The okay. Hater. Uh, now this is not a bad one. This okay. is uh, our buddy Jack Ferguson. I don't know who he is. Okay. Uh, our your editorial was tremendous. Thanks so much for sharing the info with us all. As for your writing. And by the way, I'm a 25-year writer and editor. You did just fine, Dave. Isn't that awesome? Signed, Jack. Wow. And uh, So screw you, Mrs. Forrest, my uh, English teacher who said I would never amount to anything. Screw you. So 
I did the best I could. <clears throat> and this, this next one reads a little, just with a hint of sarcasm. Now, we can all simply avail ourselves of the vastly superior product on the shelves of Mr. Garofalo's stores. Thank goodness for guys like Mr. Garofalo who tell it like it is and spare us the misfortune of smoking cigars that are, quote, all the same and not blended at all, but simply thrown together in a willy-nilly and boxed capriciously by color. Our eternal thanks, Mr. Garofalo, you wise and wizened truthsayer, you, signed Joe. You're welcome. <laughs> awesome. You sarcastic P Little, word. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying the regime, regime is doing the best job in allocating resources and material, but they're doing a decent job. Just saying 30 bucks a day doesn't inspire people to do their best and is oversimplifying things, I think. A little fact issue right there. Well, $30 a month. Not a day. Not a day. It's $30 a month, which comes out to a dollar a day, including weekends and holidays. So they got that going for them. As for the H. Upman factory not producing any H. Upman in the short time, six, day, six days that Dave was there, it's not really that weird, but you have to spend more than six days on the island to get to know how stuff works. As a retailer, I went into their store where they had more rum than cigars. And I thought it was very weird that you went into the H. Upman factory store and they had no H. Upman to buy. I'm going to go with okay. that's odd. I'm, I'm, Can I'm you a walk retailer. into Nick Perdomo's store at his Miami spot? Could you go into a Davidoff store and there'd be no Davidoff? It's could craziness. You, could you go into McDonald's hamburgers and there'd be no McDonald's hamburgers? That was the weird part of it. If, you, if you're following along with me, days, it was weird. How many days does Nick Perdomo not make cigars in the Nick Perdomo factory? None. None. Okay. Go to a Ford dealership. I want a Ford. No, we don't have Toyota. That's weird. It's weird. It's just crazy. Because, but there's no reason to. But go ahead. I've smoked thousands of Cuban cigars and have always said they all taste very similar. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's more truth to what he's saying than you pompous pricks think. Can we say pricks? I don't know. It say it stop. twice. Um, I happen to prefer a Cuban cigar myself. That's and that's it. And, and this is the perfect example. He smoked thousands of them. He thinks they all taste alike. And he likes it. And that's the win right there. Yeah. If you like it, that's good. Smoke what good, you like. that's it. They make that thing, and that's what you like. And beautiful. That's actually the best one yet. He's trying to talk bad about me, but it's good. Was I the pompous or I? <laughs> I'm not exactly okay. sure. I'm not either. Uh, I have listened to dozens. Oh, I'm sorry. To half a dozen the Cigar Authority podcasts, and have found both David Garofalo and his sidekick. That's you. Thanks. Or Barry. To be or anything Chuck. but. About the authority? About the authority. Wow. Uh, they seem like nice enough people, but David is very agenda-driven. He constantly hypes what he's trying to sell as being the best, That's regardless of what it is, while downplaying everything else. If the day comes that he's able to start selling Cuban cigars, I'm completely positive that he would claim they are miraculously better overnight. As a side note, how seriously can you take the opinion of someone who says Cuban cigars all tasted the same after admitting he smoked 50 in such a short time? The guy that smoked a thousand before him just said it tastes the same and he likes it. And I said, I smoked 50 of them and they all tasted the same and I'm going to stand by it. And what else point is there? That Uh, that I'm a sidekick. Listen, you want to come down (laughs) and call me a sidekick. I'll be right here at 304 South Broadway here in Salem, New Hampshire. And I Say it to my face, and, you chicken. And when I'm selling Cuban cigars, I'll be saying it. It's funny. Last week's show, we're, we're talking That's how, another interesting point. Yeah. Uh, talking about cigars. It was a cigar we smoked on the show, saying how good it was. Uh, Regis, 
Yes. Yeah. We actually don't sell the cigar. We didn't sell it before, and we still don't sell it today. And it was a good cigar, and I'm it's telling you it was a good cigar. It's a good cigar. It's not a good cigar. That's what, that's what it comes down to. And I don't sell Cuban cigars, and if there was a good one I, that I had while I was there, I would have said it was a good one while I had when I was there. We, we can't carry everything. That, that's all there is to it. So rapid fire. At the end of the day, who cares about someone's opinion? I hate cooked carrots, and I think they are the worst foods commonly found on a plate. Does that mean they are bad, subpar, whatever? No. It means I only hate cooked carrots. No, but say you, you, uh, you hate cooked carrots and some are worse than the others. That's all. Because some are just um, um, flavorless and they're overcooked and they're, um, they look terrible. And there's all kinds of things wrong with these cooked carrots. And the other cooked carrots that you don't like either are bright and healthy looking and, and cooked well. Mm. One is better than the other. In your should be in your opinion. Right. That's all. They're, they're all cooked carrots. I understand. Anybody that smokes more than two cigars a year should be above this argument. I don't know how to answer that. I'm not sure either. Okay. We should also know that if or when the U.S. fully lifts the embargo, all the cigar smoking bros are going to rush over to order Cuban cigars so they can be cool. Either the quality will go way down because they can't keep up or prices will skyrocket. Both. But either way, the bros won't care. They just want the Cuban cigars because they are the best. Meanwhile, the rest of us can stop stock up on the sweet deals that will be running. You are the bros right now. You're the bros. You are the bros right now. They, the reason why you want them is because you can't get them. It is the forbidden fruit. It's been proven over and over again. Yeah, there's so many different things that ended up being like that. You like it because we, because regular people can't have it or shouldn't have it. By the way, it's trading with the Enemy Act. I mean, it's against this country that you're importing those cigars. You're breaking the laws, and you're doing a disservice to the United States of America and the people here. And you're not helping the Cuban people out at all at the same time because they're not getting any of the money. Go ahead. Dude. Dude, I loved cooked carrots, <laughs> yeah. especially ones from California. They are by far the best carrots found on a plate, any plate. Wow. It's the same guy. Oh. Uh, in any country. The flavor, the, is so unique. Them, right? the flavor is so unique because the soil they're grown in. I buy the ones that are graded by color only. I don't care if the color is con- consistent from bag to bag. I just want all the carrots in that bag to be the same color. Oh, Orange God. this time, yellow the next. I don't care. Granted, I only eat about five carrots a year, wow. but I just know California carrots are the best. And was that you, signed by Bugs Bunny? Yeah. What are you trying to say? I here? have no idea what he's trying to say. Right. Just jumping in on the argument. And the, the last one here is um, from our good friend Jonathan M. Carney. Mr. Jonathan no, Carney. No, it's not his name. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan. He's not a sidekick, is he? The real Mr. Jonathan. Yeah. Uh, lots of questions and debate on Cuban cigars, their authenticity, quality, comparisons with other countries. However, I want to know this. Is extra virgin olive oil truly and confirmed extra virgin? I doubt it. I doubt it. I'm going to go on record saying I doubt that. And uh, the final one is uh, who put the ram in the Ramalama ding dong? That was uh, Mr. Jonathan, I believe. I did put it. All right, we're going to take a break. And uh, he knows his cigars, especially his Kristoff cigars. He knows just about anything and everything about them. And he remembers everything, or just about everything, he's seen or heard. Near perfect he has recall. almost total recall. Boy, I could use that on my trip yeah, you when could. I was away to have some recall of what, what I saw. Um, he is the Northeast Regional Accounts Executive at Christoph Cigars, Jared Trudeau. He'll join us in just minutes. We're live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com When you light a Davidoff cigar you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities Time The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours the time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Mr. Punch is back with a new cigar that keeps it true to his name. Introducing Punch Signature, a flavorful, fuller-bodied cigar from Punch featuring a specially cultivated Ecuadorian Corojo wrapper and rich Nicaraguan fillers. The wrapper brings the deep history of Ecuadorian tobacco and Punch into the present with this new exciting leaf. You're not going to see that wrapper anywhere else in the market, so you owe it to yourself to grab one today. The new Punch Signature, true to its name. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? So. I'm lighting up a La Giana Havana cigar. The La Giana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. 
Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. When smoking a good cigar, it should never burn too hot, but cool. Here are the coolest guys around, cool with the other side of the pillow, baby. The Cigar Authority. And we're back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios, high atop, two guys smoke shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. And with us is a man that doesn't need a sales form when he takes my order. He remembers it. He's the Northeast Sales Regional East, Northeast <laughs> Regional Accounting Executive Space title. Cowboy Astronaut. Of <laughs> yeah. Christoph Cigars, Jared Trudeau. What a title. Oh, my goodness. That is Did a mouthful. Did you come up with that? No. Uh, that's... No, I was going to go with Space Cowboy Astronaut <laughs> of, of Ultimate Cigar Sales. but that That's Glenn K saying, I'm going to give him a big title. I don't have to give him a big amount of money. It'll be all title. <laughs> Just pass them out. All title. Every letter is another dollar. Oh, my God. So you're, you're a new cigar rep. You, you weren't even a cigar rep. You weren't even in the cigar business. How did it happen? There's people out there that would love to get in the cigar business. How do you pull it off? So you pull it. Somebody's got to retire, die. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, um, what, how it happened for me was, um, and I, I heard John Carney say one time that, uh, that if you don't have a funny story getting into the cigar business, you're doing it wrong. And it's nobody submits an application. I was, um, it's funny. I was at a, a cigar event in, uh, in Rhode Island. I was originally a, a senior manager for retail companies. And, um, I was at a cigar event, always into cigars. And, um, my father and I were there. It was a Christoph event. Glenn Case, the owner of Christoph Cigars was there. And, um, he was walking around the tables, thanking everybody for coming in. He was smoking a box press cigar. And I looked at him. I said, hey, Glenn, you've never made a box press cigar. He said, yeah, this is from one of my new lines. And it just so happened that it burned up to the label at the time he was standing at my table. So he takes the label off, throws it in the ashtray. Later on the, in the evening, a couple gin and tonics down. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's feeling good. Glenn starts to do cigar trivia. And for every question he asks... He gives away a free cigar. Okay. So we asked maybe a dozen questions. I must have gotten eight of them right, right? So I'm fleecing this guy all night. So finally, he goes, all right, I'm going to give anybody two cigars if they know the name of my new line. 
and it was impossible because it was before the trade show. The only guy in the room that knew the name of his new line was Glenn Case. Yeah. And I remember he had never made a box press cigar before, and the label was in my ashtray. So I pick up the label in my ashtray, read it. It says Galarones Series. Light it on fire. Destroy the evidence. You always have to destroy Here we the go. evidence. And I answer the question. I said, that's Galarones Series. And he's like, brother, how did you know that? <laughs> and he runs over to my table, and, I, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just real sense of the industry. You know what I mean? <laughs> I totally played it off. Yeah. And he's like, would you ever want a job? And I'm like, you know, yeah, I would. And that's why I sent him my resume. He said, maybe in a year. Finally. A year later, he really? Calls me. Yeah, he, he calls wow. me a year later, out of the blue. I'm sitting on my couch watching Netflix, <clears throat> and uh, he says, "Hey, I think I finally got something for you." And I'm like, "Let's do it." I wa- walked away from my big job in retail, and when I flew to his office Why in Chicago, do that? And- <laughs> what a mistake! <laughs> when I got to his office, this is the kind of guy he is. When I got to his office in Chicago. He had my name and phone number written in my handwriting, taped to his computer monitor a year wow. later. That's the kind of guy Glenn Case is, you know. So, how can I not be loyal to a guy like that? So you took the job. You didn't have to move because you lived in Rhode Island. You Correct. still live there. Correct. And you get the Northeast, Maine to New Jersey, baby. Maine to New Jersey, including New York. New York oh my state. god! Yeah. So and you, Long Island. You have the biggest territory, I would say, uh, for a rep. Yeah, I can't Nobody's imagine. got New Jersey, Anybody New York. Oh my god! Yeah. So, my God. It's a lot of work, but I, it's fun. So, how long has it been? It's, I took over the territory in October. October. So Yeah, about six months. Six months in. All right. Um, what are you smoking? The same thing we I'm are? I'm smoking the original Criollo, yes. Yeah, yeah. You, is that your go-to? Or what, what my you? go-to, um, my go-to, I like the Lajero Maduro. Wow. Uh, 70% Dominican Lajero, that yeah. nice Brazilian wrapper. Very, very nice. Um, but this is my morning smoke, the original Criollo. Yeah, you like them strong, though. <laughs> Okay, tough. so uh, we're going to go into a little segment right now we call the Classic uh, History brought to you by Classic Cigars. We're going to include you in it and uh, let, let you either choose right now to be one of the teammates of our uh, three hosts or guest hosts or what are sidekicks. Or, or, <laughs> sidekick. Uh, sidekick is the theme of the day. Or would you like to be on your own and just uh, take it all the way? I'll, be a, I'll partner up. You'll partner, I'll partner up. up. Who will you take? This is interesting. This is interesting. Yeah. Oh, what's the play? Uh, I think I'll take my friend, Mr. Jonathan. Wow. Oh. He is a smart, smart man. So, in other words, the ones you didn't memorize this week, he has memorized. <laughs> Here we go. So, it's time for this classic day brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard there of the epic rap battle. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll f- kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where that came from. Yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, if you've never heard it before, this is how it works. You guys are going to guess the date without going over. Closest without going over wins it. Last week, it was Chuck Morrison that took the title away from Mr. Jonathan after many, many weeks. But today we have 
two music acts and an actor. Okay, it's the best out of three, and it's going to Chuck Morrison first. Chuck, Sophia Germanta. Sophia Germanta. I don't know Nothing. what I'm looking at. I already wrote it down. He oh. did, you know not what? Even trying. Do you know who Sophia Germanta is? Nobody does. No, no, I don't. AKA does. Lady Gaga. Oh, boy. Ah, Lady Gaga, right. the first recording artist in history to have three singles sell over four million each. Uh, Judas, Bad Romance, uh, she wears meat. You know who she is, that crazy girl there in California. Today's her birthday. What year was she born, Chuck Morrison? Mr. Jonathan, did you change your original answer? No. You did not? No. You're going to stick with the first one you wrote down? Yeah. Then I'll, I'll be a man, a gentleman, and I'll go with 1901, the first answer that I wrote. 1901. I think that's false. It's definitely false. Okay. <laughs> All right. Jared and um, you Mr. Jonathan, go, you don't want to go too high. 1981. Going 1981. Going 1981. And what do you got, Barry Stein? 1982. 1982. We'll take it. It's 1986. I told you we should have gone up. (laughs) You said specifically, don't go too high. (laughs) All right. This is going. I think Barry cheated. This is going to Jared and Mr. Jonathan. Today's the birthday of Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, actor, made his breakthrough in Swingers. Also, Wedding Crashes, Couples Retreat, Dodgeball, Old School. You know him, Vince Vaughn. Today's his birthday. He was born Does that today. Make him 50? What year? 65 makes him 50, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, we'll go with his answer. We'll try it out. 69, 1969. 1969. What do you got, Barry Stein? I got 2015 minus 46, which would be 1969. Two at 69. And wow. what do you guys got? I, you got? I have 1973. 1973 is over. 1970. So we're going to give a point to both uh, Barry and to Jared and Mr. Jonathan. Who got the last point? Anybody? Me. Barry. Barry. Okay, so Barry's winning two to one to zero for Chuck. This is the last one. Two points for an exact. Uh, that's what you're going to need, Chuck, to tie it. And today is the birth date. Uh, this is going to Barry Stein, the birth date of Cheryl James. Cheryl James. Any idea who she is? Cheryl Debbie James? from Debbie Does Dallas. No, a.k.a. Salt. Ah. Salt, oh. salt and pepper. Ah. All right. Rapper, actress, actress? With a trio that included Pepper and Spinderella, Salt and Pepper was the first female rap act to get gold, platinum, and multi-platinum albums to win a Grammy. Push it real good, Salt and Pepper. Salt was born today. What year, Barry Stein? 63. 63, says. God, 70, 1970. 70. We're going to go 71 for the point. And it is going to Barry Stein, who didn't go over, 1966. And Barry is the new champion. Barry Stein, the new champion. Back where I belong. Whichever classic you choose. It is a classic cigar available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. And just a quick reminder, if it's your birthday, come into any Two Guys Smoke Shop location at Salem, Seabrook, or National New Hampshire on your birthday. And they will cut in light a free happy birthday cigar. Just for you. How does she feel about you being on top, Barry? Well, it depends how small she is. Really? (laughs) There are certain women I deem as breakable. Fair enough. So, Jared, tell us about the lineup of Kristoff. What is the lineup? So, we have 14 different blends. Um, 14? 14 different blends. Yes, sir. Um, We have original Kristoff, the Lajero line, Sumatra, Corojo Limitada, GC Signature. We've got a lot of different stuff. The most recent of which is the uh, Gallerone series, which we yes. released a couple of years ago. Um, and that has four different blends, four different tobaccos or styles that we haven't worked with before. Intensivo is our first box press. That's Brazilian Maduro. 
We have a DR4, which is Ecuadorian Connecticut. We've never played with Connecticut before. Um, San Andreas Maduro, which is the Sanita de Plata, and a Brazilian Habano called this uh, Brazilian Habano, actually, which was easy to remember. Folks, he's not looking at his cheat notes. He knows this off the top of his head <laughs> because, as I said, he has almost total recall. He sees uh. something, and he memorizes it. So we're going to play a little with you right now. And what I have here, I'm going to give you this sheet right here, and there's 14 numbers on this sheet. 14 numbers. You're going to look at it. I'm going to read it out to the group, and then I'm going to take it away from you and actually ask you to read it back. So here's the numbers I have here. One, zero, one, seven, four, three, two, five, eight, six, nine, two, one, two. You need a few seconds? No, I'm done. You done? All right. All right. I'm holding it right here. I'm looking at it. Uh, Read these 14 numbers back to me. Don't look at the paper. I won't look at the paper. 101743258692212. That's sick, right? Come on. <laughs> Come on. That's sick, right? Is that sick? All right. <laughs> I'm in. Bring out the heavy artillery. I got this one. Oh, my God. I got one here. This, <laughs> this is, is impossible. This is a dozen cigar smokers, some of which you may not have even heard of before. Some are very famous. So, this is a dozen. I say you never I thought you were going to say straight? number four. I was like, am I going to stay straight? I can't. All right. So, I'm still trying to figure that out. This is 12 people, right? In order and do the best you can. Uh, so far, the record on this, I've done this with a lot of people. The record is six out of 12. I'm not even going to get there. I won't get past number four. All right. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Number numbers, one. Numbers I can do. Do it nice and slow so he gets it. Number one, Milton Burl. Number two, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Also gospel. Number three, Bill Clinton. Number four, Monica Lewinsky's vagina. <laughs> Number five is George Papard. Number six, George Burns. Number seven, Fidel Castro. Number eight, the great Mr. Jonathan. That's, that's me. That is you. Number nine, Red Arbach. Number 10, Jack Nicholson. Number 11, Clint Eastwood. Number 12, Peter Falk. You got it? No. Let me see right. that. It doesn't work like this, Dave. I've explained yeah. to you. That's all right. Times. We're going with it anyway. All right. Here we go. Okay. This is a disaster. Milton Pearl. Yep. Then it's uh, Schwarzenegger. Yep. Then it's Bill Clinton. Correct. Then it's Monica Lewinsky's vagina. Yes, that is correct. Then it is George Burns. Or uh, George. Yeah. Then it's George Papard. Okay. Then it's Fidel Castro. Yeah. Then it's Mr. Jonathan. Yes, it is. Um, and then it. Yeah, I don't know the rest. Uh, Red Auerbach. Nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, who else? Who else? Where does uh, he get these wonderful Jack? Toys? Is it Jack Nicholson? It is. Yeah. <laughs> That's Clint. Clint, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. 11. And I don't know the last one. Uh, 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 Peter Falk. 12 wow. for 12. That's and you, only, you only switched George Papard and George Burns, so I award you zero points. But I knew I switched <laughs> it. God have mercy I knew on I your soul. It. That is a failure. Are you kidding me? No. That, that is sick. Freaking wow. nuts. That is sick. <laughs> oh, my God. Why do you keep saying it doesn't work that way and then hitting home it runs? It doesn't work that way. I remember what my teacher, Mrs. Wilmot, wrote on the uh, on the whiteboard in fifth grade, but I don't. I can't okay. do stuff like that. Presidents of the United States, give me a list of presidents of the United States. Do you want it in chronological order? Yes, yes. please. Oh my God. Um, Washington, Adams, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe. Then it's Quincy Adams. That always trips me up. Jackson, Van Buren, Harrison, Tyler, Polk. 
Taylor Fillmore, Pierce, Buchanan, Lincoln, uh, Johnson, Grant, Hayes, Garfield, Arthur. Um, then it is Cleveland, Harrison, Cleveland, McKinley, Roosevelt. Then it's Taft, Taft, Wilson, Harding, Coolidge, Hoover. Then it is another Roosevelt. Then it's Truman. He's correct Eisen. so far, by the yep. way. He's <laughs> Tru- <laughs> then it's Truman, Eisenhower. Uh, then it's Kennedy, Johnson. And then it's Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan, Bush. And then it's Clinton, Bush, and Obama. Wow. What the? It's crazy, crazy stuff. I, would, he was, I could have this she, talent. Listen, it, I don't know what I would do with she it. She wrote it on the whiteboard in fifth grade. I have to Did remember it. I have school. to remember it. I'll be you ever feel a test? Do it backwards. I can't do it. I can say the alphabet backwards. I can't do that backwards. Oh, my oh God. My, that is pretty friggin' good, man. Oh, my God. I messed, made a mess of my ashes and everything here. because Jack I spit just, out his cigar. I didn't know I was going to be a circus freak on this show today, gentlemen. Hey, we have some talent uh. here. We're going to use it to the, to the best of our ability. Mark. Well, the, the funny story is you posted on social media that we had Total Recall on the show today. And is that's this your name Total now, Recall? by the way. Oh, my God. So he calls me on my cell phone, and he goes, what is going on with this? <laughs> I go, I'm not playing. Have, we're just going to have a little fun. He goes, it doesn't work that way i've said it so many times i go yeah it doesn't matter every time we have you on the show it's gonna be this because dave has it in his head that you have perfect memory he has perfect memory it legitimately doesn't work like that this is luck proved, today but you it just doesn't prove work like that, that it does so next time we're gonna have to do 38 numbers chuck you saw you saw those numbers right i did all right Read, read some of them to me. We're, I, oh, I lost God. It. Seven, zero. Nope. So it didn't start with a seven, first <laughs> off. One, zero, one, seven, four, three, two, five, eight, six, nine, two, one, two. And next show, we're going to ask him what those numbers are, and he's going to remember what those numbers are because yeah, he's got the numbers. Wow. Lost anyway. Can we talk about cigars? Yeah, let's talk about cigars. <laughs> what was the last number in, in, the, in the list of numbers? What's that? The last number. Two. Of course it's two. Yeah, it's crazy. Let's check. Nothing, right? No. There it is. <laughs> Say the numbers again. One zero one seven four three two five eight six nine two one two. How the? All right. So you're a circus. You're a circus freak. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, now let's talk about anything that might be coming out new that you can spill the beans on. Glenn's not listening. Don't worry. I didn't forward I, in the link or any of that. I stuff. promise you, Glenn will find a way to listen. <laughs> um, so the newest thing that we're going to be releasing, we actually did do a press release for this. It's going to be coming out at the TAA show. Oh, wow. It's a okay. Christoph Classic Reserve is what it's going to be called. It's going to be a $9, $10 stick. Um, there's only going to be, I think, about 2,000 boxes made. Um, Forever? Or just for that first, the first yeah, run? Yeah, probably for the first run, depending on how it takes off, obviously. Um, and that's going to be a, an all Habano. Ecuadorian Habano, Brazilian Habano. It's going to be an interesting blend. Huh. So, so this is just for the TAA group? The TAA is going to have first crack at it, okay. and then we're going to be able to distribute it afterwards. All right. And All then right. The, the real newest thing that we came out with, those four-pack uh, Huma bags. Yes. Yeah, the, yeah, the four-count Huma bags. That's okay. And we're still a little early for what, what he may be um, coming out with for IPCPI. I may have a little bit of insight. All but, right. Uh, so give us a little, little scoop. I will give you, I will give you like, a small clue. small clue. I don't know that this is going to be released this year, but... I do know we bought some tobacco from the African continent. Mm. Okay. Cameroon? So, maybe. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> is there anything perhaps. else in Africa? Yeah, I don't no, think not that is. I know of. Okay. There, yeah, there was so. Afri- African swamp tobacco years ago. Does anybody remember that? 
That sounds like the name of a bad street gang. Yeah, that might yeah. have actually <laughs> literally <laughs> been before my time. It was tobacco leaf that grew in a swamp. That's how, how it automatically grew. And they would put one uh, half leaf in this tobacco, and it salted it up dramatically. I can't remember the na- name of the brand that ended up using it. Nothing. It was sound, what it sounds like is it added a little bit of if you rolled your tobacco through, say, a cesspool. Yeah, kind of like that. Right. It didn't Why catch on, you? needless to say. Why would somebody ever on. want African to put something in their mouth that is swamp anything? Swamp anything. African swamp Gross. tobacco. Right. So we got a Cameroon Kristoff coming out. Maybe. Maybe. Just going with it. <laughs> <laughs> and Barry, you got that, right? I got that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. So quick on nobody, social media. Yeah, nobody listens. It's so right. quick on this. So what else? What other questions? You're, you're new to this. What, what do you think? Uh, going to stores, is different than you thought it was going to be? It is different than what I thought it would be. I mean, it's funny because you always see as a cigar smoker, you see the reps around and it always looks like they're farting around yeah you yeah, know what i mean they're glamorous. sitting down they sit around smoke great right right oh i smoke wish work. i had that job i mean i live in hotels like we were talking yeah, about earlier yeah. i have a huge ho- i have a huge region yeah um so i'm in hotels three or four nights a week most weeks so boyfriend um, girlfriend uh no no i am uh i am single I am single. You heard that, boy. Which is uh, bo- single. No, uh, yeah, that, single. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Thanks. Again, this is a smear campaign if I've ever seen one. Well, Jared Trudeau, uh, thanks for playing with us and having fun with us. I appreciate it. Thanks, awesome. gentlemen. Uh, Christoph, we're liking it. Uh, we're Love hearing it. raisins and chocolate, a little raisinette thing going on. Uh, with this cigar, component. Um, you can get them uh, here. You can get them at cigar stores across the country. Very, very popular brand, Christoph. If you haven't tried a Christoph lately, now's the time to try one. Pick one up, see what you think of it. When we come back, we're going to talk about new cigars hitting the shelves, and we're going to add that new uh, Christoph Cameroon to our list. <laughs> and new ones trying to make their way through the trademark channel. We got bad news, Barry, with lots of bad news. Mr. Jonathan with some good news. Old Fod Freddy, gentleman Chuck Morrison, the question of the day, and lots more. Stick around, everybody. We're going to get Debonair with gentleman Chuck Morrison in just minutes, and we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you're smoking your Christoph Criollo, don't do what I almost did while we were on break. I almost did it. Do not put the lid end in your mouth. We'll be back with our number two right here on the United Cigar Radio Network. You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. 
and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? What if La Gloria Cubana stopped at the legendary Siri R? One thing's for sure, they wouldn't have created Siri R Esteli. Discovered on a Nicaraguan mountainside high above the Jalapa Valley floor, this extremely flavorful Nicaraguan puro combines a Jalapa Soul wrapper with a bold combination of Visos and Lajeros. It's a medium to full-bodied cigar that's worthy of your discovery. Learn more at LaGloriaCubana.com slash what if and find yours now at fine tobacconists everywhere. This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. And faith. The authority on everything cigar. Shake and out of the cigar industry with your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well, then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey, Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! We get some meatloaf! It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake it back, gal! Woo! Shake it back! Go! And we're back with our number two broadcasting live from the Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios, high atop Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. In this hour, gentleman Chuck Morrison will get debonair, old five Freddy, Quite the opposite. Bad news, Barry. His arch nemesis. Good news, Mr. Jonathan. Cigars being delivered by drones. Say it isn't so. We'll talk about that. And we are just a week away a week away from the friggin' Catalina wine mixer. We'll talk about that. Two guys, uh, the Cigar Authorities, fifth anniversary show. Welcome back, everybody. That's right. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week. High atop the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop here in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire. And we're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking, folks. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. Tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube or SoundCloud where you can set it and forget it on all of them. There we go. So uh, we are going to smoke an exceptional premium cigar right now um barry do you have the information on this i'm going to pull it directly from the two guys cigars.com website <clears throat> there we go Man. so uh, i'm going to take one down pass it uh, one two three 
And um, when do you guys want one of these? Try one of these. Chuck. So uh, this is a, uh, looks like a, maybe a Toro. Where we got a five and a half inch, uh, 50 ring gauge cigar. That's what uh, it looks like. There's no name on it. There's no band that comes in a bundle. And uh, there's not a lot to it, but it's a very interesting story along with this. So what do we have, Barry? All right. The alleged story is that this is a very well-known boutique cigar manufacturer who's been around for a long time and makes wonderful cigars. Well, he had a little mishap in his factory in the Dominican Republic. To make a long story short, he took the insurance money, we got the cigars, and a ton of them. The outcome is this. He wins, we win, and now you can win at twoguyscigars.com. This inaugural cigar is from 2009, of which only 100,000 were produced, and 10% were saved in an aging room for a special occasion. This special occasion turns into your opportunity. No bands, no boxes, no cello, wrapped in beautiful wheels, the blend uses an Ecuadorian wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and Dominican fillers. Originally, the cigar sold for $13 in 2009, but not anymore. You can get these on twoguyscigars.com, and what we are calling the Godfather offer. You can get a full wheel of these, 50 cigars, for $99.99. That's only $2 a cigar. And it's a $550 savings from the original price. So obviously I know about them because I made the purchase. Uh, my last trip down to the Dominican Republic, this was a score among scores. I bought it all. Um, there's many, many sizes and different things that are going to come along the way. This is the first, the inaugural uh, release of uh, exceptional premium cigars is what we're calling it. So you find it on the drop-down box, exceptional premium cigars. And there it is. And you're going to see the one that we have available right now. When that's gone, we're going to start putting different things up and showing you those different things as they go on. So 50 cigars for $99.99. We're talking $2 per cigar for this cigar. Aged since 2009 is when the release was, 2009. Who knows how old it was before right. then. Um, I certainly have had samples of it already. Um, I'm blown away if there was ever the deal of deals the biggest deal ever in my 30-year history this is the deal two dollars it's it's it can't be beat it's impossible to be beat right now let's give it a cut and a light and see what we think about it's time to cut our cigar the official cutting is brought to you by perdomo cigars perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices perdomo cut out the federal s-chip tax and actually lowered them Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And here we go. This is this was an excellent cigar at how much again, Barry? Originally, it sold for $13. And today, you can get them for as little as $2 each. So, uh, yeah, it's just, just amazing. And we don't want to uh, hurt the manufacturer's uh, existing product that's still out there or anything. So we're keeping it on the downslope. When you make the purchase of it, you will know when you get it exactly what it is because uh, it kind of gives more clues yeah, right, right on the... Um, there's an awful lot going on there. Yeah. By the way, the official measurement on the cigar is 5 and 3 eighths by 52. 5 and 3 eighths by 52. So. All right. We're going to toast up our cigar with the Black Label Shooter. It features a flip-out bullet punch, an easy uh, flame adjuster, and two jets that are pointed for pinpoint accuracy. 
This is the Black Label Shooter. Did you do a cold draw on this cigar? I, I forgot to. It tasted like peanuts right out of the shell. Peanuts out of the Roasted shell. peanuts. Yes. Though. you got to make sure they're roasted. We have uh, some studio audience here. Beats, can you pass one out to each one of them, too? <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I don't want to say a whole bunch of it. And obviously, there's, it's, it's a serious win across the board for everybody that takes advantage of this. Um, when these are gone, we'll move on to uh, different things uh, from that. But um, really, that's, you know, we can talk about the flavors of it or anything, wow. but let's, let's not go any further with it. I'm sure we had it um, probably on the show at the very early, maybe even before you were on, because this was 2009. We started the show in 2010. Uh, we probably had it on, but because um, it was a big deal when it came out. <clears throat> but pretty amazing cigar, nevertheless. Definitely getting peanut butter. They aged very, very well. Yeah, they did. Yeah, nothing wrong with this at all. Two dollars is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, okay, so I just wrapped up the Cigar Journal blind tasting. I did the last issue uh, that's already out right now, a great issue that came that uh, is on the newsstands right now. Now I am uh, doing the tasting for the next issue that comes there, and I got maybe about 20 cigars or so. I banged through them, unlike the people on the uh, um, sites and the emails and things I get that, you know, if you smoke more than two cigars a week, you can't actually taste them or whatever. I can taste them fine. I'm smoking two <laughs> cigars in the last hour. But um, <clears throat> I have my ratings here, and I'm going to share them with you. Ready? I'm ready. ready to do it just like Jared did. 85, 86, 87, 89, 389s, 290s, another 90, 91, and 92. Huh? It's pretty good. Spill the beans. Pretty good. I already know that my two highest ratings, a 91 and a 92, were the same brand. One was the natural, one was the Maduro. They weren't the same sizes at all. Again, I don't know what they were. Uh, smoking them. I sent the information in. I actually guessed on one of them, and I said, just the guess, but this tastes exactly like X. Boom. Nailed it. Wow. Nice. And then I said, these two were by far the best ones. Same brand, which I'll, I, I, I got to wait until the issue comes out to share that with you, but same brand. Wow. Uh, loved it. We don't carry it. <laughs> we don't carry the brand. Back to uh, the haters. Yeah. So uh, that's it. One of my friends in Miami, without <laughs> mentioning his name, will be very happy to hear you rated these cigars. It was great. Period. That's it. I'm just giving my was actually, opinion the best I can. He's actually getting married today. So Really? Yes. So there's a trick. There's a clue. Now, oh, is there some sort of averaging that goes on when... Let's say the one. I don't know because when the issue did come out, I did look at my ratings and I compared them with the ratings happened. So there's certainly other people that are rating yeah. along with me. I think there were three of us that did that. Um, so some of my ratings were a little higher, some of them were a little lower. Um, not dramatically, one or two points. I think one of them was two points, and the other ones were one point off one way or the other. So it's probably so they were spot on themselves. The other people. Because they were close to you. That's where you're going with this. Well, I'm not going there with it. You're going there with it. But That's a good sidekick right there. Yeah. Send your cards and letters to Mr. Jonathan this time because uh, there was no need of that, that kind of hate that was going on last week. My oh, God. man. But a thank you to um, the manufacturers that even got onto um, the chat boards and stuff and 
kind of stood up for me. Yeah. Um, some of which called me on the phone, didn't stand up for me, but called me on the phone and said, you're hundred percent right. But didn't, didn't want to jump into that pool because it's a no win situation. It is a no win situation. Keyboard bullies that are just beating you up and wouldn't come forward. But anyway, how many of those people said that they actually went to Cuba? None. Okay. None. See for yourself. Call Colin Gamley. It was a great, unbelievable trip. Uh, he's, he's beefing it up with the, with the hotel that they're uh, staying at. Nationale mm. is staying at this time. Uh, there's going to be more people. The more the merrier, as far as I'm concerned. I think it's going to be up to 15 people this time instead of six. And um, you're going to see for yourself. But you're going to see wonderful things, too. You're going to see wonderful, amazing stuff. Uh, go and enjoy it, for sure. So, uh, Barry, new cigars hitting the shelves and trademarks. What do we have? Well, each week we share the newest cigars to arrive at twoguyscigars.com. And this week, those editions are none. Oh. However, we expected the firecracker to hopefully land on Friday from La Flor Dominicana. And uh, according to UPS, the La Flor Dominicana firecracker, which is an exclusive of Two Guys Smoke Shop, will be available on twoguyscigars.com starting Monday. Starting Monday, um, always a little late. They're always a little yeah, late. The... I like to get the cigars in before the weekend because I don't like the cigars sitting on UPS trucks and yeah. whatever, but it sometimes doesn't work out. Here's the example right there. Um, I recommend you get them. You, you rest them a little bit because they went through hell, although the weather has certainly not been hot around here. We, we got snow today in New Hampshire. Here it is on, uh, what is today, March 28th. More snow. A week away from opening day in baseball. There we go. Let's yeah. go Yankees. Anyway, the Yankees. following trademark applications for registration let that one go, huh? were submitted this week under tobacco products. Swisher International, the parent company of Drew Estate. I actually like saying that. <laughs> registered Infuse, Jam and Jungle, Smoke and Scarlet, Tahitian Sunrise, and Wild Rush. No word where in the company these brands will fall. They all sound like marijuana brands. Yeah. Um, you know, it could be future sizes of acid, could have nothing to do with acid, uh, but those are the trademarks filed this So week. who ends up trademarking them? Is it Drew Estate to trademark them or Swisher themselves? It's Swisher International. Oh, the, mm-hmm. and, but, but you know it's for the Drew Estate end? Well, we don't know for which end it's going to be. It could be, could for, be for Swisher Suites. It could be for Swisher Suites. It could oh. be for Drew Estate. There's no separation of where they will fall within the company ah. portfolio. Okay. Uh, but you didn't see acid Tahiti? Mm-hmm. Such and such? No, no, nothing like that. Okay. Um, all right, that, that's interesting. Mr. Jonathan, uh, no, we're going to go to Chuck. Chuck, while you're enjoying life to its full, it's important to be debonair. Uh, and Phil Zang, he called me today. i got to call him back. Phil, if you listen to this, I'll call you back when the show's over. You always call right before the show, and I'm like, I need a minute or two to get prepared here, uh, as uh, Chuck Morrison does too, because he needs to be debonair and gentleman-like. Gentleman. Gentlemen, you need a gentleman. <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pop up the volume. You need a gentleman, and this is the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, we're getting jiggy with it. Random but useful uses of the cigar box. Here we go. Top 10 random 
but useful uses of the cigar box. Number one, you should use cigar box to hold your money, loose change, receipts, passports, rare coins, postcards, or even letters. Number two, you could turn your cigar box into a guitar or musical instrument. I've That's right. That. Yep. Your yeah. cigar box can be transformed into a guitar, a ukulele, a banjo, even a violin. You can make your cigar box an electric guitar. You can make different head designs, add steel frets, and even add more strings to create a 12-string cigar box cigar. Uh, number three is you can create... Guitar. Yes, guitar. Thank you. Uh, you can create a start cigar box um, uh, out of je- uh, chest out of draws to create a jewelry box or um, a keepsake box. So if you can imagine like a little uh, shelving unit of all draws made from cigar boxes. There we go. Yep. Uh, number four, you can turn your cigar box into a flower pot. This actually exists. Uh, simply add soil, seed, and water, and you get yourself a customized festive flower pot. Number five is to stack them up. And Dave, you have this in your office. You can make a cigar box lamp. Mm. Number six, use it to store your arts and crafts. For example, pens, pencils, stamps, paintbrushes, and more. By the way, again, these are all legitimate existing uses for cigar boxes. Number seven, hang it on the wall and turn it into a customized picture frame or mosaic. Or, check this out, add hooks inside that sucker. You've got yourself, if you hang it in the kitchen or the entryway, a key holder. And yes, this actually exists. You could buy one right now on Etsy for 20 bucks. Number nine, you could use it in the workshop to hold screws, nails, bolts, washers, or any odds and ends hardware accessory. And number 10, <coughs> buy a new cigar box of Debonair Cigars, and you discover suspension of reality. That's the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question every single time, guys, are you Debonair enough? And, you, I, and I got a couple you didn't mention. One is right behind you, directly behind you, is a clock. Yeah. Oh. So there's a cigar box clock that was made for me years ago. Directly underneath that is a box of cigars that's screwed to the wall. Well, that's a slide top box top. Yeah, yeah. And that's where I hide things. <laughs> now I can't hide anything there anymore because <laughs> I just told everybody. But it slides there. When I, I have to put something there, that's where it's hidden. I'm very, very interested in what's being hidden in there right now. All right. You'll see after, after the show. <laughs> certainly will. And the other one is they turn them into speakers. Oh, yeah. Cigar speakers box speakers. And uh, amplifiers. Yeah. yeah. And the amplifiers, that. yeah. So there's no end to what I've seen. And, you know, you, at the beginning it was ladies' pocketbooks, and they made them really beautiful and elegant, and they sold them on Rodeo Drive for lots and lots of money. But there's so many wow. uses of a cigar box. The great thing is you buy a box of Debonairs, you get to smoke all the cigars, and then you give it to a cra- craftsy person if it's yourself, whatever, and then you turn that into something else. Nothing goes to waste. But the cigar we're smoking today has no box. It's a wheel of 50, but the prize is... You can't smoke the box with smoked cigar. That's what do you it. think of this two dollar cigar? Two dollar cigar. I'll tell you this. Underpriced? Uh, yeah, it's underpriced. Yeah. I certainly would have paid the thirteen dollars. It is burning absolutely perfect, razor sharp. Oh, it's aged burn like, unbelievable. So that's the one thing as a buyer that you look for. And, and you as a consumer, someone says, Oh, this cigar's been aged for X amount of years or whatever. Listen, if it doesn't have a very thin burn line carbon line they call it then you know it's bs this yeah, does this does it's it's well aged unbelievable offer take advantage my gift to you it was a gift to me it's uh again one of those things everybody wins 
type of thing. It was a winner for everybody across the board. So here it is till till they're gone, and then we move on to something else in the series through this um, thing that ended up happening. So that's it. So bad news, Barry. We got some cigar news. We got a lot of it this week. Oh, okay. boy. Uh, this week, Lexington, Massachusetts gave the Board of Health full control over tobacco use, sales, and regulation. Yeah. The Board of Health has stated that they will raise the smoking age to 21. Nevada has proposed a new bill this week that will make it illegal to smoke in your own car if someone under 18 is present. A similar bill passed the first committee in Illinois this week, bringing it one step closer to becoming law. Rhode Island heard arguments this week on raising the tobacco purchase age in the state to 21. A vote is expected in the near future, and if passed, they will become the first state to go 21. We have some people here from Rhode Island right in our audience today, but everybody's over 21. Okay, plus you just come to New Hampshire and you smoke at 18. <laughs> Whatever. Padron Cigars announced this week a small price increase that will result in a 20 to 30 cent uh, price increase on the suggested retail price. Yeah. Uh, some new cigars were announced this week, the first being Espinosa Especial, which is slated for release in April. Also, Asylum announced the 8x80 and Super 11 by 18 or 11-18, uh, shipping in bundles and trays effective immediately with boxes due in May. And we're going to buy them. I, I'm against everything that the stands for and everything, but you know that there's an oh, outcry for it already. absolutely going to sell. It's the people <laughs> that are smoking the 6 by 80 that go, you know what? Two hours just isn't long enough with yeah. this cigar. <laughs> I wish it was two inches longer so I could go the full four-hour experience. Yeah. LaFleur Dominicana shared with the Cigar Authority that at this year's TAA, the members will vote on three different blends sizes and sizes for a release called the TAA 47 that will be exclusive to TAA shops like Two Guys Smoke Shop. And at the conclusion of the TAA convention, the winner will go into production immediately and be released within 45 days. How do you feel about voting for sizes? Is it organized well, enough that... That'll happen. There's going to be 60 different people voting. I think you should leave the voting to the Cigar Authority, but they will not, and it'll be a big size. Uh, or it will go to the other extreme, and it'll be a Lancero or something ridiculous like that. I know we have a Lancero uh, fan out here, but uh, they simply don't sell. Well, yeah, there's nothing wrong with people that like Lanceros. Yeah. It's, the issue is that not a whole lot of people buy them. Yeah. Um, but... Th- it's not going to be like we're going to be able to throw any size out we want. They're going to have three options. No, they're going to have, I believe, one was like a Robusto, one was a box press 54 torpedo, and then the last one I think was 6x60. Six by 6x60 60. So six is going to win. I picked a Robusto. It's going to lose. It'll I, come in last place. See, I would pick the box press. Right. And uh, lastly, General Cigar announced that the Florida Division of Alcoholic Beverages and Tobacco conducted a series of raids and arrests throughout Florida relating to the distribution and sale of counterfeit versions of the company's Cohiba, Macanudo, and Partagas brands. The investigation remains ongoing with arrests throughout the state, including Clearwater, Davenport, Fort Myers, and Tampa. What's worse than a counterfeit Macanudo? (laughs) Seriously, you're, you're counterfeiting Macanudo. That's the one you're going to pick. Is Macanudo? You're going to counterfeit that, and that's the bad news this week. It is bad news, Mr. Jonathan. Come on, all right, let's I step it up. Here. One item of good news here: a proposal by Republican Representative Jim Nash in the state of Minnesota would significantly reduce taxes on premium cigars. The state hearing 
uh, held, I'm sorry, the state held a hearing this week on the proposal. Currently, the tax in Minnesota on premium cigars is 95% of the wholesale cost, up to a total of $3.50 per cigar. Meanwhile, right over the border in Wisconsin, the tobacco tax is 50 cents a stick, Mm. and the proposed tax cut would move Minnesota's premium cigar taxes to the same level of Wisconsin, giving those retailers a fair shake. And that's the good news. So they, they were just asking for a 50 cent cap Correct. instead of 350. Mm. Yes. Yes. Do that. And you will see that you will make more money as a state. You will save the retailer's business. You will, you know, if you believe that you're going to stop people from smoking, you, you know, it doesn't work. Right. They're going to cross the border. They're going to buy online. They're going to do whatever. So we know that doesn't work. If it's about raising money and you just raise the money to three dollars and 50 cents per cigar, nobody's buying it. The stores are going out of business. That doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So do me a personal favor and give it a shot. Fifty cent cap. Rhode Island actually did that years ago. And they did it as a test, I think, for three years. After the three years, they said, oh, my God, we're making way more money than we used to. It should be looked at. Rhode Island should be looked at as the model for the country and say, wow, we can make a lot of money if this is what they want to do, which is certainly what they want to do is make money. Um, Make it so it's a 50-cent cap. It maxes out at a certain amount. If you bought a uh, $3 cigar, it's a 50-cent cap. If you bought a $10 cigar, it's a 50-cent cap or a $20 cigar. If you don't do that, it's going, it's going elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, even nationally, if you continue to raise these, these issues, it's going to be direct to consumer out of the country. And I saw some uh, little talk about that that was going on, that um, uh, factory direct pricing, mm-hmm. you know, that um, – can, can beat out uh, federal tax because they're looking at the federal S chip tax, which is uh, 41 cents right now. It should actually be zero because now Obamacare should actually take that away because with double taxation that's happening right now, but it should go to zero. They're actually looking at it because five years has passed since S chip happened. And when five years passed, they said they would relook at it. So they're relooking at it now. My recommendation, make it zero where it belongs uh, what they probably will do is look at, at a hike because they 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 need more money. They yeah. need to, to keep uh, feeding the beast. It's like the Golden Gate Bridge. They yeah. said that when that the bridge was paid for, the toll would go away. The yeah. toll is still there, and it's like eighteen bucks. Mm. And it's been paid for three thousand <laughs> times, and they keep to keep doing it. Yeah. So I heard some ridiculous news on my sheet. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know any information about it. But uh, the drone that delivers cigars. Well, let's face it. Drones have become a hot-button topic when it comes to people's freedoms, spying, privacy, and airspace regulations. A gold course, gold, a golf course in Texas has begun experimenting with the use of drones for something extremely important, cigars. Imagine you're on the 12th green. The next hole is a par five for the pros with a nasty dog leg to the right with hazards peppered to the left and right of the fairway. And you are down to the last puff of your last cigar because one of your foursome forgot his and you being the gentleman you are shared your backup supply. It's sunny. It's 72 degrees and your game is going to suffer if you can't relax for the remaining six holes. No problem. Simply dial up the Cigar Drone hotline, and in under three minutes, your next smoke is lowered out of the sky by a drone flown by remote from the clubhouse. Before you remove the cigar, you smile for the camera, and the extra $3 delivery charge gets added to your bar bill at the 19th hole. You, my friend, are able to puff your way back to even par, unless, of course, you're one of the hosts of the Cigar Authority. In which case, there's no way you're going to see par in your life, ever. 
But uh, I would be paying the extra three dollars just to have it delivered to all day, just to watch it, just to watch it once, right? Once I'd be doing it every hole because obviously I smoke too many cigars in a row and stuff. So one ain't going to do it anyway. But yeah, here these are the cigars I want to smoke. Deliver them to me at each hole. That'd be cool. (laughs) Pay the three dollars and you bring your own cigars. Can you imagine all the golfers shooting their golf? ball trying to knock the <laughs> yeah. drone down can turn into a game that you get an extra point or something or minus a point if you end up hitting the drone or something. Huh? Or minus $500 on your barbell. Golf needs some contact. Yeah. You know? Full contact golf. It has to be something that's going on. Okay, that sound means we're going to break. When we come back, we will prepare for next week's show. We'll tell you a little about it. It's the freaking Catalina Wine Mixer, the fifth anniversary show of the Cigar Authority. Also, Old Fat Freddy in the aging room, news from the asylum, the best tweaks of the week from Recluse Cigars, and lots more. Uh, we'll even look to our calendar for upcoming interviews and events here on the Cigar Authority. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic. Diablo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete AVO line at avo.com. Cohiba proudly presents Cohiba Nicaragua, a luxurious expression of flavor and complexity. Bringing a new dimension of taste to the Cohiba portfolio, Cohiba Nicaragua is intricately balanced and blended with the finest hand-selected leaves from the volcanic soils of Esteli and Jalapa. Experience luxury with Cohiba Nicaragua, a rich, creamy, full-flavored smoke peppered with bold notes of spice. Find yours today at Fine Tobacconist Everywhere. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, What does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch... It was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Lord de Lorraine Cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Floor de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mm-hmm. 
Mr. John. A shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. John. A young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey, you. He is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Mancana, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority Radio on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios, high atop Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. we got Old Five Freddy standing by. We're going to take you through our calendar of events, interviews, and more. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. 
We're smoking exceptional premium cigars. This is a wheel of 50 cigars, and um, it's a long, drawn-out story that I uh, choose not to tell the entire story to. But if you go on to uh, the cigar, uh, twoguyscigars.com, you'll see the drop-down box. Go to exceptional premium cigars. There's a little story. There's some clues in there to give you an idea of what it is. But this is a cigar, uh, an inaugural cigar that came out in 2009, and it was a... Um, they sold through all their cigars. They, for some reason, kept a bunch of them. It's not uncommon for a manufacturer to do that. Right. Either. Maybe they're going to come out with, you know, maybe their anniversary or something sure. and, and make some gift pack or something that would include it in there or whatever. But they will put aside, along with a whole bunch of other cigars, but this is our first release of um, the different things that will come along. This is something for you to check back every once in a while and, and look, and you'll see a little write-up of it because it will change. Right now, it is um, the size of what we mentioned and the blend of what we mentioned, but um, you'll see that that'll change and it'll become um, a different size of a different blend of a different thing, but all through that factory uh, for the reason that uh, I mentioned earlier of um, they had a little issue. Uh, the insurance company made the, the pitch, um, and here it is. We have the cigars. Uh, it is a major win for everybody across the board, including the manufacturer who got his insurance money, including me who was able to make the purchase, passing it on to you, the consumer. Uh, how low could I possibly go? I mean, I went to $99 on a wheel of 50. It's $2 a cigar. Keeping in mind, just to import it into the U.S. was $0.41 cents for S-chip. You know, the cigar had had a value to it, obviously, also, sure. um, and um, it, it's it's almost free. You know, so if, if there was ever a chance, we don't pitch cigars on here. This is a gift. If you if you're interested in a gift, it's the gift. Present. Yeah, the gift costs you a hundred bucks and uh, two dollars a cigar, and uh, I stand by it. It's it's a huge victory for you. You'll be thanking me. The um, the higher end. Restaurants will often with their, you know, they'll give you the little leafy vegetables oh, off wow. to the side. I'm always worried where this is going. And then <laughs> in, that, in that pile of leafiness off to the side, there's always or sometimes a flower that you yeah. can eat. They say you can eat it. I never eat it. I always eat it. If you were to just sprinkle just a, just a touch of cinnamon and just a touch of nutmeg on that flower and eat it. I'm not sure what it is. I don't want to say, you know, lily or whatever and have someone eat a lily. You got to make sure that the restaurant puts it on there. It's edible, but if they put it on your plate, you can eat it. Yeah. So how about when you, you get the Chinese food and it's got those black chili peppers that are on there. Oof. You ever break one off and just put it on your tongue in, oh, the, it, in the general show cho chicken. Yeah, it'll rip your tongue out. You can't eat it. Oh, it's very spicy. Those are very spicy. Yeah. But so I parsley, mean, you eat parsley? Yeah. Yeah. I eat everything on my plate. All right. We gotta you don't? Because your mother said so. Correct. Okay. Starving kids in That's right. Africa where they grow Cameroon, Cameroon. tobacco. <laughs> where they grow the new Kristoff. Right. Wrapper, maybe. They, just, they actually grow the cigar there. It comes pre-grown. Yeah. It's pre-rolled. Uh, next week is the friggin' Catalina Wine Mixer. This is the Cigar Authority's 50th anniversary. Uh, what are we going to be doing? Uh, we're going to be bringing in people uh, uh, coming in through uh, audio or video or whatever, uh, checking in with us. We're going to tell you some stats of uh, where we were and where we, where we became. Um, we're going to tell you the best segments, the, the worst segments, the uh, different people that we've had along the way, the best interviews, the worst interviews, the memorable stuff that happened on this ridiculous show. You and I show. went through the 
old episodes, which I highly recommend you don't do right. as a listener. Uh, and there was some, there was some pretty funny stuff. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we did not, we did not have it going on and we still don't yes. in, by any stretch of the imagination, but it was, it was fun to go back through and check out it some was. Of that old stuff. Hey, it, it was uh, very interesting. And, um, you know, some of the people that jumped on early, early with us, Rudy, 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 absolutely. Um, and, you know, we would do the show and there'd be a handful of people even listening. Uh, I looked at some of the podcasts of um, under 100 people. Yeah. Under 100 people. It's where like, now it's 20,000. It? Right. You know, it, we kept doing it. We kept going forward. We didn't quit. And we're not going to quit. There's some of us, some of us quit. Some of us quit. Some of us quit and came back. Some of us quit me. and never came back. You needed me. I needed you. I needed you. We listened to that show. You can't deny it. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> so not. full of it. It so would have went a different it. direction or whatever. But I don't. I think you're a different person now. I think you you've grown, and uh, he was worse. Oh my <sighs> god. Yeah, I was bad. I can't imagine that. He couldn't take it. He couldn't take the pressure. My pressure. I Which I don't see as any pressure at all. Oh, you are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he says to me, I'll get off the phone with somebody and be like, Dave's screaming at me or whatever. And he's like, you make me out to be such an animal. I go, you're an animal. And he goes, I am an animal. But you don't have to tell people. Tell everybody. You know, they have this persona of uh, Mr. Nice Guy. Anyway, um, it's time to take a peek into the asylum to see some crazy news. Here's Mr. Jonathan in the asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum cigars. A burger joint in Copenhagen, Denmark, isn't chicken about arousing controversy. Recently, the restaurant called Hot Buns is adding, get this, vibrators, whips, and other sex-orientated products to the menu. It's a natural fit considering the restaurant puts as much emphasis on the tank tops and hot pants worn by all its female staff as it does on the burgers. Uh, the owner is quoted as saying, late on Friday and Saturday nights, there are only two things that most people want, sex and food, and we are combining them both. When Hot Buns opened in March, Danish politician Camille Swallaby admitted having a beef with the restaurant's use of sex to sell burgers. Most fast food joints leave a bad taste in your mouth, but Hot Buns... Makes you swallow. That's insane. That's Swallaby. What was her name again? Swallaby. Swallaby. You're going with that. That's that not written. It is written. You know what you, you know what you can do if you don't believe my story? Google, Google it. Elaine Swallaby. I don't know. Have you ever had sushi off of a naked model? No. You should do that sometime. I don't like sushi. Quite enjoyable. I don't. I, I don't like eating food off of people's bodies. That's disgusting. And I say I don't like sushi, never having tried it. But I don't like raw food. Uh, Thursday night, I'll be going with Jason Wood from one of our sponsors. You're more than welcome to join us. No, I don't do it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, why nice. he's coming to town? 
He's going to be here Monday through Friday this week. Wow. Oh, in the area. Yeah. Who uh, We were expecting somebody to show up here today that hasn't shown up. Uh, Mike Rosales from Roma Craft did an event in Westchester, New York. Uh, 9.30 this morning, he told me he was leaving and on his way. Um, but didn't quite make it. But he well, hasn't New made York, it yet. And it's snowing, so, yeah, traffic lower. But you think you could do it. You could do it in that time. Three hours, three and a half hours. You could do it because you drive like a like a driver, a New England driver. No. Cautious like and a, uh, perfect driving record. A-H, perfect <laughs> driving record. <laughs> By the way, we just got a text message from Frank Carrera. Yeah. And he totally supports your viewpoint on wow. Cuba. As does his uh, lovely girlfriend. Wow. Yes, yes. Um, thank you, Frank. Thank you. Uh, I, I got a lot. The people that know that have been to Cuba and have a, um, you know, really know what's going on, they supported me. Well, the people that don't. Let's look at it. Me. Let's look at the facts here. Frank is a lawyer. He spent his his days in court. He knows how to present himself. He knows how to carry himself. And every single time he's been on the show that Fidel Castro's name gets mentioned, he loses his mind mm. and swears live on the air. He's so, a very passionate guy. Very passionate. <laughs> For him to have that amount of passion and be able to lose all decorum whatsoever, I would say that's something worth looking at. I'd like into. to see him, you know, in action, in the courtroom. Oh, yeah. You know, you got the bad not, guy. Not swearing. Yeah. No, you, you swear. All, uh, I don't think you can uh, swear no? in the courtroom. Objection. Overruled. <laughs> but, Your Honor, I vehemently object. Yeah. Oh, well, that's different. That's different. That's different. So next week is the 50th anniversary of the Cigar Authority. Five years it. of this nonsense. We've had Frank on a couple of times, two, maybe three times. <clears throat> and he swore all three times. Yes. So we had to stop uh, having Frank on. <laughs> And I love him. Yeah, yeah, I love him. I love the past. I've hired Frank before. He cleaned up a trademark issue in, uh, I believe, in Florida, Miami, or over uh, something. Nice. Whatever. Cease so, and desist letter. Yeah, he did something and it went away. I tried, actually, locally, I tried to do it with an attorney, went nowhere. And I said, okay, I'm bringing out the big guns. Boom. Bring Frank Herrera in. Boom. Day later Cigar or something. Law. That's done. Cigarlaw.com. Absolutely. So the best tweets of the week are brought to you by our friends at Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today, and these are the best tweets I saw all week. Have you ever looked at someone and been struck with the internal question, how could that have been the sperm that won? Nothing? Yeah. My friend tried to explain electricity to me, and I was like, what? What? Wow, that's like a children's joke. It was the tweet of the week. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I always stand inside the chalk outline because what are the odds of two people dying in the exact same spot? You like that one because it has to do with death. (laughs) If Dave's body is ever found on a jogging trail, just know he was murdered elsewhere and dumped there. Dave's body on a jogging trail. I heard you. Okay. (laughs) That's what you get for making fun of the other one. Why am I meant to be played sport of? Why is it me? The best tweet I saw all week, birth control should be made for men. Doesn't it make more sense to unload the gun rather than shoot at a bulletproof vest? 
little early on the uh, close there, Chuck. <laughs> Today's social media was brought to you by Recluse Cigars, Rolled N2 Bar, the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. Recluse Cigars. They do up. Now that the nice weather is yeah, broken, they'll... I would like to say, although it's snowing out right now, but for the most part, I think the nice weather is, is coming. Uh, you'll start to see a lot more people, uh, more guests on the Cigar Authority, because I do get um, um, people asking me about um, guests and talking about the cigars more often. Um, we had a question of the week this week, Barry, um, which uh, one of the emails said you didn't ask about the segment a choice wasn't about um, the interviews. The interviews, and I purposely didn't include it because each week that interview changes. So these were more. Some could be good, some could be bad. Right, you could were, have some guy rattle off all the presidents of the United States, <laughs> and then another guy just talk about cigars. Which exactly. we got another email that said, yeah. "Could you guys please <laughs> talk about the cigars more?" Right, right. and so wouldn't that be nice if we did that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we do smoke them for two hours for crying out loud. Okay, Okay. so the questions and answers, Barry, what do we have last week? So last week we asked what your favorite segment of the Cigar, of the cigar Authority show was. And as expected, All Fart Freddy won with 41% of the vote. Bam. Number two was something that we got an email about a few weeks ago wishing it wasn't part of the show. But number two was the classic three-way. Wow. Wow, Dave, yeah. is, Dave and I have a little side bet going on. Yes, so Dave do. has two points right now. And <laughs> number three was another email that we got that should be a little bit less of, and that was me, Bad News Barry. Oh, came in third place? Yes, I did. And you're not on either list. Sorry, wow, Barry. we didn't even have Sorry, you. Barry. We thought it was hated because we got hate mail on that. Yeah. I have the bottom three. If you want, you know, if you want, I'll be glad to share them. No, no, but what he, he... No, no bottom three. Yeah. What, what else we got? Well, that's it. I only had the top three in the bottom three. Oh, top three. three. Okay. All right, so I won. Uh, that's yeah, one, two to, two one dollar. One dollar. Two to one. Okay, perfect. The usual amount. <laughs> the usual amount, Mortimer. Huh? Anything? That's um, trading places. Trading places. Nice. Trading places. And this week we asked a question which was inspired by a social media debate on some of the articles that appeared in the Bad News Barry segment and also on the CigarAuthority.com. And the question this week is, with Illinois and Nevada close to passing a law, that will make it illegal to smoke in a car with someone under the age of 18. Are you in favor of that or against it? Cut and dry. Surprisingly, in the debate online, some people were for it. Hmm. Some people were for it even though they smoke cigars. I would take not having anything to do with the smoking policy, but I would take the opposite side only because should the government be... And that's where I am. You know, telling how to parent. How to parent, right? So you say, okay, you can't smoke in your car. Go in the house, and the and the and the parent blows it in the kid's face or whatever. You know, I think that might be a little extreme, but I'm with you. Well, I'm saying it can happen elsewhere. The issue is that that they don't want to see it. People don't want to see you smoking in the car with the kid. And would I do it? No, but I don't want the government telling me anything about my life at all. Especially as long as I still have to drive over potholes, which is their job. Which so is my point, because who's to say that they're not down the road going to say, all right, there's somebody under 21 in the house, right. you can't store alcohol. Or there's someone under 18, you can't have a gun. And think about or this. Or with the sweet drinks in, that they're going to start taxing, and you know pretty sure they're going to start regulating and that. You can't have soda in your house. You're believing, you're believing the hype of the secondhand smoke debate. 
which has never been proven. My grandfather smoked in the car in the car while I was in the car. I, I have no issues. Well, I don't think that has anything to do with your problems. I think that <laughs> stems from other things and has nothing to do with him. Show me on the doll where he touched you. <laughs> if you go into the supermarket to buy beer or wine, which you could do in, in New Hampshire, or you go in the liquor store to buy hard alcohol, if you look like you're underage, they will card you and anyone that you're with. Unless, so, so, unless yeah. you are, are with your own child who is underage. And so that means you can't bring your kid into, if you read the letter of the law, you can't bring your own child in to buy alcohol if that person is under 21. So if I was babysitting Chuck's daughter, for instance, and she had to stay with me for some reason or something, and I'm going to drive her there. Big and mistake, you said, Chuck. No, no. Big and, mistake. And, I, and you said, oh, okay, come over. We're going to have dinner. And I have your daughter with me, and I'm going over. We're going to have dinner over your house for babysitting your, your daughter. And I stopped by the um, supermarket, and I went in, and I said, let me buy a bottle of wine. I'm breaking the law. You are breaking the law. You have someone who's under 21 with you. Ridiculous. And you're buying alcohol. It's ridiculous. Can I buy? And they won't card you. They're breaking the law. They, they aren't going to card her because she's she doesn't obviously have one. underage. Yeah. She has no ID. It's ridiculous. And how, and how are they going to prove that she's not mine? Right. Right. It's you got to walk around just, with your birth certificate. Just get out of the, the – How about the, the government just leaves the everybody The government alone? has a lot to do with. They have a lot of things to do, which they do them all poorly. Right. Concentrate on the ones you do poorly and try to make them better. Don't add more to your pile because you can't do – So I don't think anybody has to fill that out at all because I've made the determination. That, no, <laughs> I'm kidding. Go on Please. to the – com on the right-hand side of the page. You're going to see something that asks every single week. The, the question will change. Go on there. Uh, give us your vote, and then um, the following week we'll, we'll tell give you, you your we, opinion. Yeah, we'll we'll tell you why we, <laughs> you were wrong, basically. <laughs> uh, okay, it's time to go into the aging room with the number one segment of the show, Old Fod Freddy. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, drawers come pre-lubed and have perfectly gliding metal parts. In my day, drawers were all about the wood. The hotter it was, the better it worked. Nowadays, pillows are filled with memory foam and stay cool all night long, and they don't require any fluffing. In my day, there was a certain way that Mrs. Fart Freddy wanted her pillows fluffed, and man, did those things give off some heat. Nowadays, blow-up dolls come in all shapes, sizes, and yes, even animals. In my day, what happened on the range stayed in the sheep. That's bad, Freddy. We were pillow-fluffing, secret-keeping men with drawers filled with very hard wood. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco... Try aging room cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. Uh, just in case you heard any of those rumors, that sheep came on to me. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so speaking of age, we're smoking an aged cigar from a batch that was distributed in 2009, probably aged a year or two before that. Um, aged tobacco. There is something to it that... It, Cigars get better. Great cigars get even greater yes. with age. The flavors meld together just like a, a sauce. Yeah. Or, or pizza is probably the best example. Pizza is very 
good, mm. piping hot right out of the oven. Yeah. But it's even better reheated the next day. I like a cold the next day, right out of See the that, fridge. It's just evil. It's yeah. wrong. I like it reheated the next day. It's crustier. I don't know if they crispity. Yeah. It's crunchity. I want pizza for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Every day. Always. Um, so we had the Kristoff earlier. Kristoff is a brand that's been around for quite a while now. Uh, it's um, Glenn, 10 years, right? Yeah. Glenn Case, who, who made Kristoff, started as Jared did. Glenn was a rep. And he was an independent rep that went around. His wife was actually a rep. Her father was a rep. This fe- it's a family of reps that worked in the cigar industry. And he was out there busting it every single day, you know, and brands would end up, he would build a brand up and a brand would leave because it got so popular right. that it would take its own company people in. And he kept chugging along till one day he said, I'm doing all this work. Let me try doing it for myself. And 10 years ago, he put Kristoff together. Kristoff is his son's name. And he put Kristoff brand together. And uh, he hasn't looked back since. He's uh, very, very successful, doing a great job. And uh, he now he's got, a, as far as I'm concerned, a great, a great rep, Jared. Uh, he's awesome. Yeah, good, good guy awesome. uh, with that kind of territory that I've seen him as often as I have yeah. for having that kind of territory, my goodness. So, uh, you know, I, I didn't realize he was all the way down in New Jersey and everything. Living in the hotels, not an easy job. You're thinking about be- becoming a rep. I'm here to tell you it's a tough job. It's not all it looks to be. Yeah, you know? what you're seeing is the the easy part. You're right. already in the store. You're not seeing the right. drives and the late nights. Yeah, driving all by yourself, coming all this morning, coming all the way from wherever he came to, yeah. to come here. And there he was on time early. He was early. He was early. We we're paying attention. So uh, good man, uh, Jared Trudeau from Christoph Cigars. Uh, exceptional premium cigars. If you're interested in that, um, you're hearing it first. Go on there before it's too late. You're hearing the uh, rebroadcast of this or the podcast of it later. Go on there. Make sure you see the notes that we mentioned, too, that this was uh, the um, inaugural. Yeah, the uh, 2009 and the five and three quarters by 52. Um, that This is the one. It, as I say, when these ones are gone, it'll change into a different size of a different line, and we'll give you some um, little winks and nods about what's going on with there. TwoGuysCigars.com, right? TwoGuysCigars.com. With the uh, number two. Number two. Exceptional premium cigars on the Dropbox. You'll find it there. Uh, okay, that's enough of that pitch. Next week... This is the first time I think we ever pitched a cigar, but it's yeah. I look at it as a gift anyway. Next week, the friggin' Catalina Wine Mixer. This is the Cigar Authority's twi- uh, fifth anniversary show. The highlights, the lowlights, and why we just won't stop. Because Dave is sick. We're going to have phone-ins, and we're going to have stats, and we're going to uh, tell you how it started, why it started, and uh, why we're going to continue. So for Mr. Jonathan, for Chuck Morrison, for Barry Stein, I'm David Garofalo. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you've learned nothing else from the past two hours of useless information, always remember when you're smoking your exceptional premium cigar to keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll see you guys next week right here on the United Cigar Radio Network. Take a trip into another world. CAO Columbia, the newest addition to CAO's World Blends, is a delicious addition to the CAO collection. It's the first cigar to prominently feature Colombian tobacco 
and is a mild to medium-bodied blend boasting notes of toasted nuts sprinkled with briny nuances. Using a tobacco from the isolated mountainous region of Colombia, the Aiku Mazinga tobacco is a unique and rare find that provides a smoking experience you won't forget. For a savory smoke that takes you to another world, visit CAO Colombia. Yeah, you want to know what Lenny Clark has to say about Two Guys Smoke Shop? Two guys, the Two Guys Smoke Shop guys are the nicest guys. And I'll tell you, sometimes you go into a cigar store, you really don't know what you're looking for. It's very intimidating. And a lot of times people have a tendency to be arrogant with you, like they know it all. Not the guys, you know what, the guys up at the Two Guys Smoke Shop, if you're a first-time smoker or you're looking for a great, go in and see them. They'll put you at ease. They'll make you feel at home. They'll get you the best cigar you can get for the best deal. You can't beat it. And whenever I'm in New Hampshire again, if I'm in high-speed police chase or something, I'll stop in and have a smoke with those two guys. Why, thank you, Lenny Clark. As a 